Live. Live. We are here live. The real football fans of New Jersey. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, Episode welcome. 74. We are just Ooh. trucking along here. Soon we'll be at 80. Soon we'll be at 100. That'll be Taking insane. A sip of my wine. <laughs> We're both drinking white um, tonight. Yes, yes. Cheers. For the podcasters out there, drinking a white. Yes. Um, as always, most of you know, if you haven't been with us before, we are doing the big stories of the week in football, big stories of the week in housewives. Mm -hmm. We get into all the juicy topics, Obviously. everything going on. Um, so yeah, let's just get right into it. Obviously, we always do our Instagram polls or our mm -hmm. quiz questions. This week, uh, today, on both of our Instagrams, we had two poll questions, one football, one housewives. First one, this is a this was a tricky one. I had to think yes. about what I was going to choose on this one. Mm. Which tight end will have a better season this year? George Kittle from the 49ers or Travis Kelsey yeah. from the Chiefs? Um 63% of you said Travis Kelsey. What did you say? I don't remember. I put George Kittle, I think. I put Travis Kelsey, but honestly that was a really hard one mm -hmm. for me because I do believe that George Kittle is going to back up what he did last year. Mm -hmm. I think he's going to have another great year. Travis Kelsey's been having great years yeah. year after year after mm -hmm. year for much longer. He's been in the league longer. But um, I think for this one, it almost came down to quarterback for me. Mm -hmm. uh, you've got Patrick, yeah. Patrick Mahomes. And it's not that I don't think Jimmy Garoppolo is a good quarterback no. or will have a good year mm -hmm. this year coming back from injury. But he is coming back from injury, yeah. and he has to build a rapport with right. George Kittle. So yeah. that kind of made me sway towards Kelsey. But I think two huge years coming up for both of them. Yeah. No, I definitely agree. I, I think more so with, with George Kittle, you have to look at um, – you know, the, the team, so like the 49ers, yes. so they're, they're not the Chiefs. So if right. you look at the Chiefs all around, there's a lot of good people. If you're looking at the 49ers, George Kittle's got to be that standout. He's got to help carry the team. And we've seen a lot in the NFL where, like take the Giants last year with the numbers that Saquon put up. Sometimes when that's the case, when you are the star and you're really trying to help your team, you do put up outstanding numbers. So Or, yeah. or when you are like the standout player, you get double teamed. Yeah, so it's going to be interesting. We'll, we'll see we're definitely about that. See how he um, <clears throat> how he does a follow up to last year because last year was a huge breakout year for him. Right. Um, okay, our housewives question. This may be a little bit of an easier one for people <laughs> yeah. to vote on. Uh, last week we teased the fact that New Jersey will eventually be coming back. Mm -hmm. We don't have a premiere date yet, but um, we do hear that Teresa and Danielle are having a big mm -hmm. falling out. Drama. So we simply asked you, are you sad or are you happy that Danielle and Teresa have a falling out? Yeah. And 95% <laughs> of you said happy. Ding, ding, happy ding, 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 ding. because I'm happy. I'm happy too. I'm very um, happy. It was definitely annoying last season that Teresa was kind of like the only blind one. Like she couldn't see that. Dan like when Danielle first came back mm -hmm. and that was like when Teresa first got out of jail right. and she was all namaste. And Danielle, honestly, that first season back was like fine. She yeah. was kind of normal. She was like, we mentioned that oh, a lot wow, on the right. show. Like, wow. Like we're seeing like a different side of Danielle. Like she's not annoying. Yes. Her. She's not starting drama, but obviously last year it took a turn for the worse again. Right. Um, so when she first came back, Dolores was the one that was like, no, you guys like, no, she's no. Still the same old Danielle. Yeah. It's kind of like, Dolores, she seems like she's changed. <laughs> nope, Dolores was right. Um, Never she doubt came back Dolores. Last season and showed us her crazy. And I I'm happy that Teresa is finally. I don't know. Yeah. We don't know what happens. I would like to see what, but happens, I can't wait to sure. see what happens. That's just going to open Teresa's eyes. Mm -hmm. to the psychoness. That Agree, is Danielle. Agree. All right. So thank you for voting yeah. on that. We appreciate it. 
No, good questions for sure. So we're going to get into um, the big stories of the week for football. Um, before we get into it, though, some bit of like breaking news, like prior to, you know, just happened a couple of hours ago earlier today. Uh, Michael Thomas and the New Orleans Saints uh, signing a five-year committed deal, $100 million. That's huge. And he is now the highest paid wide receiver in the NFL. I mean, well-deserved. Well-deserved. sometimes, well you know deserved. what? Like, when we're talking about, like, the top receivers in the league, mm-hmm. we're always so quick to talk about Julio and Antonio yeah. Brown, even Odell. Um, but Michael Thomas is, like, you know, for somebody who plays the wide receiver position, right. a lot of divas at mm-hmm. that position, especially, you know, yeah. if you are good. He's he, not. He's, he's very quiet. I'm very like humble. Him. I've um, always been a fan of his. Um, I think he's done tremendous things for the Saints. And – as easy as it says, well-deserved. Absolutely. Kid deserves the money. Pay yeah. him. Yeah. He's getting paid. He's talented. He yeah. seems like a good dude, mm-hmm. a quiet dude, a humble yeah. dude. And you couldn't ask for anything more like that on your football team. Yeah. So, bravo. Yes, good congratulations. Congratulations. So now, well, we're going to be talking about him again because yes. he is in this next list of players. So we are talking about the NFL Top 100. So since our last episode, they have aired numbers 11 through 80. So we got a lot of men yeah, to talk honestly, about Honestly, before tonight. we get into it, yeah. I'm not going to lie. And I don't know how you feel. I'm a little bit annoyed that they're playing it every night. Yeah. It's too yeah. much for me. Mm-hmm. You know, like when you watch an episode of like your favorite show, like, mm-hmm. yeah, sometimes you want to binge it, but sometimes you're like, okay, like it's a pause lot. break. Like right. we'll catch up next week. Like, yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. Because I, I watch a lot of other shows. Right. So for this to be on every single night, it's like a commitment. And yeah. if you miss one, it yeah. feels like, meh, like, am I going to continue with the rest? It's fun. And I yeah. love watching this. And you know what? They could have even done, if they wanted to, play it once a week, do back-to-back episodes. I would have right. done that. Mm-hmm. And then come back next week on whatever day it's on. This is too much yeah. for me. I've been following it on social media. So I'm one of those people where it's like, yes, I love to catch like the live like thing, right, like whatever, but the commentary. social media just makes it so easy. And the NFL has been doing a great job on Instagram. Um, that's where I've been catching up on it, giving like details mm-hmm. into the players, you know, why they're at this spot. And like, honestly, so that's where I've been. So I haven't even, haven't even watched. Yeah, um, I know. I haven't either. Yet. I honestly watched the first episode. And then when oh, I, oh, that's fa- not true. I watched the first and one. And then I didn't realize it was going to be playing every night. Mm-hmm. So I watched the first episode, missed the second because I didn't realize it was right. on. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of felt like, I don't it feel falls like off the radar. Yeah. yeah. So I've honestly been getting my information, yeah. not on social media, but I've just been, you know, Googling right. top 100 when it gets released and seeing who's up. They but. should do like a recap at the end. Yeah, but I, it stinks because I do honestly love watching it live because mm-hmm. I like to hear the other players' commentary. Yes, that is one it of is the, good, the, but. the good parts. I just see the trolls on Instagram. They're a commentary <laughs> of everything. Um, so, yeah, so we're not going to give you every single player. No. Oh, my gosh, um, you imagine? But, again, like I said, the NFL is doing a really good job on Instagram and Twitter covering mm-hmm. it. So go ahead and head on there. But we're just going to kind of give you, like, our basic um, thoughts. I mean, yeah. I have four thoughts written down, but I know you have a lot, too. So why don't you just go – you can go ahead and just start. Okay. Let's just I'm get sure the maybe you have similar rolling. ones yeah. to me. Um, one that – popped out to me that I was surprised but also happy about was quarterback Kirk Cousins. He was number 78 on this mm-hmm. list. And the reason I say surprised is because he gets a ton of criticism. And I, I think, think it's because too. of what Minnesota paid him mm-hmm. and people feel like, what has he done? And right. even though he was the quarterback for the Redskins, I don't know why I always liked him and I feel like I was yeah. always sticking up for him. So it goes to show that I feel like the critics and the analysts and, and mm-hmm. you know the commentators and the writers – 
I think they bust on him hard, but it's good to see that the players yeah. recognize he is a good player. Yeah. Um, so He's not one of my favorites, but I do. I see the but good. But it's well-deserved. I, okay, I, I so. see the good in it for um, sure. Unbelievably happy that Jason Pierre-Paul was recognized on this Listen, list. I don't have that written down, but I am so happy. Yeah, number 65. 65. I actually think he could have gone higher, higher in a positive he way. He could, but... People. But it's a good spot still. I'm I'm very um, pleased because with his spot. he's another player that mm -hmm. gets overlooked. Absolutely, and a lot of people, um, especially when he was with the Giants, were still saying like, "Oh, well, you know," because I think it was his first or second year in the mm -hmm. league where he had like 16 and a half sacks for the Giants, yeah. and he was never able to get to that number right. again. And people really gave him a hard time about it. But what people wouldn't like remember yeah. is that he was still putting up seven, eight, nine sacks more like, than anyone good. else. And I think yeah. this past year he had 13. Yeah. He came in for the Buccaneers. He was huge. And I think people kind of signed him off after he went to the Buccaneers. I think, right. you know, the Giants got rid of him. Like, and It I, seemed like he was going to be forgotten. Yeah. And yeah. to come out and come at this number, number 65, I'm very happy I'm about so that. Happy. I'm thrilled for him. Very One of my well favorite players in the NFL. Um, somebody else I want to talk about who obviously is on the list but does not get enough love, and I don't know why. Um, JPP's teammate on the Buccaneers, wide receiver Mike Evans. So okay. he's number 53 mm -hmm. on yeah. this list. I want to remind people that he finished third in receiving mm -hmm. yards this year. 1,524 yards. That is a lot. Yeah. Plus eight Plus, touchdowns. Yeah, more. Now, we have somebody like Keenan Allen, mm -hmm. who I don't remember the exact number, but he landed in the 30s. And mm -hmm. I'm like, really? So I went yeah. to check the mm -hmm. stats. They weren't even close to no. what Mike Evans mm -hmm. put up. So I'm like, is Mike Evans like one of those people that suffers from being on a bad team that he gets like That's overlooked? That's always unfortunate. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like, God, he needs more love than 53. Like he's one yeah. of the top receivers in the league. I think it's so funny though, like now that we get like lower and lower, it's like at this point you're like kind of like nitpicking a lot of things. I don't and, know. I definitely I felt think strongly it's like, about some of this. No, but there's some people I definitely felt strongly for yeah. as well. So um just a couple spots below Mike Evans, we have Mr. Baker Mayfield landing mm -hmm. at number 50. He's on my list of things. I am so questioning him at number 50. I thought 50. it was very generous. I, very, I thought it was very, very, very generous. generous. I'm okay with be him being in the top 100. I thought 50 was extremely generous. And I, I think it's generous because I'm comparing, because I always think the quarterbacks, and I said this with Cam Newton early on, um, the quarterbacks in the top 100 is such an interesting game to play. Um, so I think Russell Wilson at 25 is fair, but then that makes me question Baker Mayfield at 50, and then I questioned Jared Goff at 32. And then you also had somebody like Matt Ryan was in yeah. the 60s. Was Baker Mayfield no. really better than Matt Ryan? And those are the arguments that I'm trying to make here because he's not a 50. And if you're going to do that, then Jared Goff needs to be low, okay, lower in a positive way, yeah. down towards number one, then 32. And then is then Russell Wilson at 25. It, it, Baker you at putting 50, him there makes you question everything else. Here's why I think people put Baker at 50, why the other players. I think... I think Baker was great for rookie standards. Right. I don't think Baker was great in the grand scheme of things when you compare him to all yeah. the other quarterbacks. No. Like, I, but I who are we talking about it. last episode? Who The rookie that made it, uh, Chubb. He, yes, great rookie and mm -hmm. made it into the top, but he's not down in these numbers right. where you're questioning it. He made yeah. it to where he was because of, his stats and then rookie. I I, just, I don't think that and Baker and and not his fault necessarily, but Baker wasn't the starter at the beginning of the season. No. He wasn't the didn't become the starter until what yeah. the fifth game of the season. Yeah, and so he didn't play a full year. And when he did, like, yeah, he did good. He set that rookie uh, touchdown mm -hmm. record. But like I said, I think he was great 
for rookie standards. Yeah. I don't think mm-hmm. he was great in the in the general scheme. No, yeah. So I agree. That was definitely um, um, generous. Happy for George Kittle at number 29. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then congrats to Mr. Saquon Barkley. Um, he landed at 16. I honestly thought he was going to be in the 20s, but – you know, I actually think he could have gone lower, and I, I question that because Ezekiel is so close behind him at number 18, which royally pisses me off but, to no end. But I do feel like him and Ezekiel are comparable. They could be close, but if you're going to close, they're going to move down the list. Okay, okay. I don't see – I and, and it, it's funny because when I first saw Saquon at 16, that was what I saw. Mm-hmm. And then I started seeing, like, people getting a little angry about it. I was kind of like, well, like, no, I like 16. But then as I started seeing the people around him and then that that one of yeah. Ezekiel being at number 18, then I was like, wait a minute. Okay, we definitely need to move down mm-hmm. this list a little bit more. You can't have him two steps behind and have Saquon at 16. But 16 is still a it's really great, great I really great. And I think the players, I think it's, I think the players in the league have an utmost respect for Saquon and the type of person he is and the type of player he is. I think everybody yeah. in the league loves you guys. Him. If like a lot of like you guys have to like, listen to like, he's been mic'd up at camp for the past couple Such of days. A great leader. He's a leader. Yeah. This kid is, you could put a captain, you could put that C on his Jersey Absolutely. this year. They're yes. not going to, but I, it, yes, he, true leader and I think you're right a lot of people in the NFL have like the utmost respect for him as they should one final thought Mm -hmm. which this is a big one um obviously there were some people announced 80 through 100 but I'm just specifically talking about 11 through 80 Mm -hmm. um I am blown away by how many rookies have made this list and I just I I think think it's it's great great because they deserve I absolutely but I've it makes you feel like, wow, maybe this was mm-hmm. one of the best rookie yeah. classes that's mm-hmm. coming in a yeah. long yeah. time. And they're not just like, the players aren't just being like, oh, he's a rookie. No. We should just be happy that he makes the top 100. We'll put him in the 80s or the 90s. No. Whatever. No. We've got Leighton mm-hmm. Vander Eich at 74, Philip Lindsay at 68, Baker at 50, Derwin James at 31, mm-hmm. Darius Leonard at 26, and Saquon at 16. Yeah. If so I, I actually, somebody, yeah. but I think that's the majority of I have of Darius them. Leonard written down too. He's one of my loves. I have two yeah. people on the list. I absolutely love their spots, and I uh-huh, do love uh-huh. him at 26. But that's crazy. Yes, yes. These are all mm-hmm. rookies. Yeah. I mean, that's I love exciting. It. That's really exciting. You want to know why it excites me? Because I feel like we've gone through a lot of phases in our lives of being like real big football fans and especially Giants fans. Like those years where we knew like every single player, every person on the bench, and it was so into it. And you knew their faces. And now like we're kind of in this area where people are getting traded. No, it's forever a giant is yeah. kind of yeah. – but we're seeing such young guys across the NFL that are super exciting to watch. So we're yeah. knowing a lot of people and we're knowing their backstories where they went to school, mm-hmm. all of these stats on them. So that's why I'm super excited about this rookie class being in there because it's, yeah. it's getting back to that time where football is really exciting to watch because there's so much talent out there. Yeah. And it speaks, you know what else it speaks to is like, some of these guys, and I, and I always kind of go back to the Pittsburgh Steelers on mm-hmm. this with somebody like Le'Veon Bell, like, don't think your shit don't stink because if you yeah. want to hold out Anyone or if you want to complain up. or if you want to be traded, mm-hmm. there are these young guns that can They're do ready. They can do what you do. Yeah. They and can more. do what you do. And more. A lot of these guys coming into are so versatile. Yeah. They're doing multiple things. They're being asked to try out new positions. They're lifting more, doing all these things. And well, yeah, I, I just think across the board in all sports, I'm a huge college basketball mm-hmm. fan. It just feels like the kids get more and more athletic 
bigger, yeah. stronger, faster. Zion Williamson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nobody has ever looked like that guy playing the sport of basketball. Kids before. a monster. Yeah. So it's like. Mm-hmm. I, you know what? Maybe we shouldn't be surprised that there's all these rookies because yeah. they're just no. They are. They monsters. start younger. They go yeah. to all these camps. Mm-hmm. They get all this private training. Yeah. Like yeah. these kids are killing it, and it's awesome to see. Yeah. No, I just had two other points. Um, yes. So I did. I just I brought up the Darius Leonard. So I had two that I loved, and one was him, and then I did love Juju at number forty-seven. Um, I, think I think he could have even had I, better. Stuff. I agree, but I think you know at. As we're getting the under the 50 marker, there's a lot of areas where you can nitpick things. Yeah, I'm very yeah. happy for him. I think he is one of the greatest players in the NFL right now. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's showing being in the top 100, but I really do like 47, and I do see him moving up a lot higher next oh, yeah, year. Me too. Um, and then you have we spoke about Michael Thomas before. Him and Alvin Kamara are back to back the 13 and 14 spot. Not only yeah. do I love both of them at those spots, I love that they're back to back because. Yeah. Same team, different positions, but they're neck and neck on yeah, just how – how I don't know how that's possible because they're doing different things. But, but they're it's like so, who's the better playmaker and you can't choose. You can't. And we always talk about how them, they are the most solid. Like when we did the um, the threesomes, we were talking about oh, yeah. Drew Reese, Alvamara, Michael Thomas. Like that no is joke. solid. So them back-to-back, I absolutely loved that. Yeah. So that was my final thought on that. All right, cool. Definitely, yeah. um, it gave us a lot to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> At least doing airing it every night, it gave us a lot to mm-hmm. talk about. But um, so we still got one more though. It's so. definitely an interesting list, and for sure, it'll be good to really nitpick and discuss the top 10 the top 10 and people are ready it's like mock draft season people are like mock yeah. top 10 yeah. and people are like if um what's his name um blanking oh if Khalil Mack doesn't make it well riot in the streets and I'm like <laughs> oh wow like I okay he's he's oh he's there. absolutely yeah. in there I mean it's so. I think we can probably take a very good educated guess right now but I think there might be some surprises at least one or two. Yeah, I mean, it always like kind of shakes. Some up. people are going to get butt hurt, hurt. I think so. We'll see. But we'll see what happens. Favorite It'll person. It'll be very interesting. In there. Interesting to see for sure. All right. Um. So our second football story of tonight. Obviously, every week now we have been doing our team by team best worst case scenario record predictions mm-hmm. based on divisions. So tonight we are discussing the AFC South and the NFC South. Mm-hmm. Um. In the AFC South, we have the Texans, Colts. Titans and Jaguars, and in the NFC South, very strong uh, division always. We got the Saints, the Falcons, the Panthers, and the Bucks. So let's kick it off with the NFC South. Waving to everyone who's watching. Oh, hello, everyone. Thank you for joining. Um, let's kick it off with the NFC South. Uh, we were just talking about them, New Orleans Saints, very strong football. Oh, we're starting team. with the South. Okay. Yes. What, um, what are you expecting best case scenario for the Saints this year? Soaring high. My best case scenario for them is 14 and 2. Oh, okay, I'm glad you said it too, because I also mm-hmm. put 14 and 2. I was we like, were just, she's gonna think I'm no, crazy. We were just talking about the triple threat that they have on offense, and you yeah. can't get much better than that in the offense in the NFL this year. Yeah. Having that talent of in all three areas. I was so no one's picking up the slack for anyone there. I was so convinced, and you remember, I was yeah. so convinced that the Saints were gonna win the Super Bowl yeah. last year. Mm-hmm. I really was. And honestly, this team, like they don't. They haven't gotten worse. Yeah. And honestly, I think they should have been in the Super yeah. Bowl this year. Obviously, very controversial. Well, did you hear that Roger Goodell has to speak in court in New Orleans on behalf of that call? Oof. There was like a petition Good sign. That. So now he has to go and testify on behalf. Good luck showing your face there. <laughs> Good luck. Just a um, side note. Worst case scenario, what do you have? 
11 and 5. And hey, that's your worst case scenario. Give it to me. Oh, man, I love so that. So that is what uh, I believe they ended 11 5 yeah, last year. I have 10 and 6. Which is still great. And um, if that's my worst case, the only thing. I'll take it. You know what? I think we're going to get um, a real solid look at the New Orleans Saints with their first four games because I think they're mm -hmm. really tough to open the season. Um, they're home against the Texans, but then they're right. on the road against the Rams. That's going to be an mm -hmm. amazing week yeah. two game. Mm -hmm. uh, then on the road at Seattle, right. always a tough place to mm -hmm. play on the road. And then home against the Cowboys. So and the Saints and the Seahawks, I feel like, is always a good game. Yeah, so those first um, four games right there, like yeah. punch in the mouth yeah. right out the gate. So. I actually analyzed schedules this week because I know that's what you yeah. do. Yeah. And surprisingly it enough, it helps. even moving into the AFC South, like later, excuse me, mm -hmm. oh, that's what I did. That's why I, I just confused myself. <laughs> I put Sal for both of that on my list. I was like, wait, so we're starting down there. Um, so I, I, surprisingly, a lot of teams on this list start off like four games, like very difficult yeah, games. So yeah, it was real. interesting to, to look at it that way. Yep. All right, the Atlanta Falcons, mm -hmm. best case scenario. What do you got? Ten and six. I was surprised that they went nine and seven last year. Um, to kind of reflect on that and to remind myself that that's where they because ended up. I think they're better than that. Yeah. So obviously, it's it's just one step up. But I think ten and six is a good record for them, and that would okay. get them into. This is one of those divisions where that that three spot. I know. Uh, I know. And sending a wild card in, they would get in. They do it a lot to yeah. the playoffs with a ten and six record. Yeah, I have 12 and four best case scenario. Um, that's having a really great season, right. but I did think that their that their schedule wasn't too too brutal. Mm -hmm. um, worst case scenario, what do you got? I have eight and eight. Me too, eight mm -hmm. and eight. Um, one little note I made, which I thought was kind of interesting, after their week nine bye, their next five games after the bye are all against the division. So in yeah. the month of November, they only play their division. Yeah. So that's going to be a really interesting stretch for this team. Yeah. Um, Carolina Panthers, always a sketchy team. They are like the sketchiest, sketchiest of the sketch in the NFL. And every year I never have faith in them. And then they somehow make the playoffs. I don't understand. Yeah. But best case scenario, what do you have? I'm going with their record from last year, nine and seven. I have nine and seven mm -hmm. as well. And worst case scenario. I just flipped it to a seven and nine worst case scenario because a, they are sketchy. I went a little, I, I even went a little bit rougher with them on the worst case scenario. I went five and 11 because I just, ooh, yeah, I really don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know with this team. I think they're one of the most difficult teams to predict. I really do. It's funny because I think people always like this. The stigma is always that they're very good and like their fans it's they're just a great team but then it's like I'm never last so year you ended nine and seven and people they spoke so highly of them and I'm not saying nine and seven is a bad record but you talk their fans talk about this team like they're a 12 and 14 know, every yeah. single season you, you know who the Panthers kind of remind me of in sketchiness is um the Houston Texans I was gonna say the and Texans. we're talking about yeah. the Texans mm -hmm. in our next division. they are a sketch team but the Texans too. are the same for me every year where I don't expect them to do much and then they somehow they make like the playoffs you away well yeah. they don't play, they like make the playoffs with a nine and seven record and that's like i feel Carolina like last year does. they kind of blew no they were good and i away. think listen i think the texans are changing and i think they'll be a better team with deshaun watson i have more faith in them yeah. now but in the past i've always been like the texans, the texans. and then they make the playoffs so. yeah Agreed. All right, last team in the NFC South, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, best case scenario. I just, like, don't have faith in them this year. So best case scenario, I'm going 4-12. and 12. Ooh, that hurt. Uh, maybe I was generous, but I did go under 500. I said 7-9 and nine for my best case scenario. Worst case scenario. Just dropping it by 1, 3, and 13. Yeah. So I just, I... 
I don't know. <sighs> I know it's hard. It's rough. hard for people to hear. I'm sure there's not many uh, people might not be happy. Nicola, yeah. Nicholas Cuesta. I don't know if he's watching. Yeah. He's a Buccaneers fan. So. Sorry. Sorry, Charlie. Um, <laughs> don't harm me on Friday. Worst case scenario. <laughs> <Or> tomorrow. <laughs> Worst case scenario. I have four and 12. Yeah. Um, my note on this. You don't like to put the whole team on somebody's shoulders, but right. everything rides on the play of Jameis Winston. Absolutely. Um, and I said last year that was his make-or-break season, mm -hmm. and it really almost did break him because yeah. he lost mm -hmm. his starting position. And now he's got a new You're coach, and they want to have faith in him and give him a give him a go. But honestly, I don't see much changing. I, Kids I really gotten don't. like eight hundred chances. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm surprised they're on? I'm surprised they're still rolling with them. So. Agreed. All right, the AFC South, to me, by far the most difficult division we've covered so far for me to predict. Mm -hmm. I don't know about you. Um, Houston Texans, let's start with them. Best case scenario. 11 and 5. Okay. I have 10 and 6. Mm -hmm. And worst case, 9 and 7. 7 and 9. Yeah. Now, this was a difficult um, one for sure. And this is why – so I flipped it on. So I actually think Houston, Indianapolis, and Tennessee have – very difficult first four games. Um, yeah. And then even moving into, it's like you're looking at them, I was like, whoa, like one after the other. They're going to be good games. So that's oh, yeah. why I went over to the nine and seven for worst case scenario, mm -hmm. because if there's those first couple of games don't go well for them, that's going to be a tough season. Yeah. I purposely, I'm glad you brought it up because for the Texans, my note is brutal yeah. for six games. Saints, Jaguars, Chargers, Panthers, Falcons, Chiefs. Yeah, it's like hard. I do not want to open no. up to that. My God, that is going to be a huge. Mess. I don't think I'd be, but excited I still for think this is a team. I mean, I still gave them best case scenario ten yeah. and six. So I, I think that they could definitely lose their first uh, to six. Me, come to come me, back them later. and the Colts are going to contend for the division. Absolutely. All right, so speaking of the Indianapolis Colts, um, best case scenario. And I think the Colts will win the division at 12-4 and four is my Ooh, best case scenario. Okay, okay. Mm -hmm. uh, spoiler alert, I'm just going to say my best. And worst case, I have it matching exactly with mm -hmm. the Texans. Ten and six yeah. and seven and nine. What do you mm -hmm. have worst case? I Well, it's matching with mine, but nine and seven. Okay, so. okay. Um, because, again, my hard first couple of my, games. Yes, and my <laughs> big first question mark is Andrew Luck and his yeah. health. Mm -hmm. Now, if he's healthy, yeah. I already made the prediction that I thought yeah. he would be MVP this season. Right. Um, but now he's sitting out with a calf strain that it's apparently yeah. been bothering him. Mm -hmm. I think I read since April. Yeah. So people are very concerned because he's always had health yeah. issues and we don't know which Andrew Luck we're going to get. But when he's up, he's up. Oh, and God, you yeah. got young guys like Quentin Nelson in there. Yeah. And it's just that gives the team some, some spark and some spunk. And I, they're an exciting football team. I like yeah. the Colts and um, what they did last year after starting so slow was just amazing. Right. And I didn't Agreed. expect Andrew Luck to come back last year the way mm -hmm. he did after injury. Right. And yeah, I don't know. We'll mm -hmm. see where they uh, pick up from where they left off yeah. last season. Uh, the Tennessee oh, Titans. Speaking of sketchy teams, they're another one. I know, but that's you gotta why like I make said, a list of like I sketchy really teams. I really thought this this like they were part of the reason yeah. why I'm saying this was a really hard division for yeah. me. Best case scenario, nine and seven. I have eight and eight. Mm -hmm. Worst case, seven and nine. I have six and ten. So yeah. we're like on the same. Page yeah, here. I think they're all fair. It's. It's fair. I don't think they'll go any higher of what either of us think. Yeah. So you know how last year I was saying that it was a make or break season for Jameis Winston. Mm -hmm. I actually think it's for like Marcus quietly Mariota. a make or break season for Marcus Mariota. I think the Titans are with Marcus for the rest of his career. 
And and you could be right. I think okay? that's their because to me, mm-hmm. look how long the Dolphins stuck with Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, mm-hmm. the Bengals were... are still sticking Ugh. with Andy Dalton. I think to me, Marcus Mariota is like he's okay enough to yeah. be your franchise quarterback, possibly right. for his whole career. Yeah. Or teams could get greedy and decide, you know, yeah. I'm not okay with just you being yeah. like a middle tier quarterback in the league. Right. I want someone who's going to yeah. win us playoff yeah. games and win us a Super Bowl. I see him staying with them for the long term. You you could totally be yeah. right. But to me, that's like, yeah. that is totally an Andy Dalton situation yeah. in my eyes. Agreed. Um, okay. This team. Now, are we going to get the Jacksonville Jaguars from last year? Yeah. Or are we going to get the 11 and 5 Jacksonville Jaguars? From I just two don't know if ago? Nick Foles is the answer. Right. So I was That's very the big skeptical on this one. So, best case scenario? 6 and 10. I have 7 and 9. Mm-hmm. Worst case? 3 and 13. Five and eleven. I I don't know. We we have no idea. I mean, that's such a yeah. huge. Anytime mm-hmm. any of the teams that we've had to predict so far that are getting a new quarterback, whether it be a rookie yeah. or a trade um, right. for a veteran, whatever, it's so impossible to predict. It really in my is. Opinion. Yeah. Like who the heck knows? Is it really going to really make don't. or break it? Yeah. So they're going to be a really interesting team. But again, this division was really tough for me. I, Both of them are hard. I think. I want to say that it's either going to be Houston or Indianapolis that will win the yeah. division. But if Jacksonville can bounce back to if or Nick if the, Foles, the best tech, case scenario, yeah. if Nick Foles is great for them, yeah, who knows? They could knows? climb up the ladder. And yeah. then the Titans, sketchy as hell, so they always come in at the end. Yeah, randomly. Yeah, they, in the playoffs last yeah. year, it's mm-hmm. like I don't know what to make of that division. I really don't. Yeah, I don't know either. Sketchy AF. All right, so let's get into our big stories of the week for Housewives. Yes. So we got some love is in the air. Shannon Medora has debuted her new boyfriend. Get a girl. Saw her new beau on Instagram. He's cute. He's cute. I think he's very yeah. cute. Better looking than what's his face. Yeah. Uh, what, uh, what? I forget his name. David. Oh, David. <laughs> David. 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 Um, so they went Instagram official. So I guess that's a thing now instead of Facebook official. Yeah. I'm yeah. aging myself here. So um, her new boyfriend named John. Hanson. I guess that's it. Hanson. Yeah, yep. He's not a member of Hanson. No, he spells it in actually a Danish way. That's why I was Danish. like, yeah, maybe. But they're both graduates of USC, mm-hmm. both California natives, both have three kids each. It's just getting perfect, more perfect <laughs> as we read along, folks. And he works at a partner as insurance firm. So you know he's making that money. So Living good job. Life, they posted so. several pictures together over the weekend. And they were hanging out with Tamara and Eddie. So that yeah. warms my heart because they're a great couple. So and whatever Tara was like commenting yeah. all on the pictures, like, yeah. oh, Shannon's in love. Like, yeah. it seems like everyone's mm-hmm. like totally shipping it. And there is like a preview from like the upcoming season. And I think that's where she meets him. Okay. Because um, there is like a, she is with someone and like Tamara makes a comment like I that. I really so. love when housewives meet their future like mm-hmm. boyfriends on the show. Yeah. Like we got to see yeah. um Carol and Adam meet. We got right. to see Tinsley mm-hmm. and Scott meet. Yeah. And it's like that's a really cool yeah. moment mm-hmm. when like it is. I don't know. That's captured on film. I definitely agree with that. Um and then she started using her maiden name recently, which I haven't seen that. So it's Storms. Um mm-hmm. oh god I gotta get my I guess it battery. was just very recent. Um but the divorce finalized in April. Thank goodness. Yeah. That Thank was a goodness. really dark period and she deserves to be happy. Give me one second. You battery? Okay. Yeah. I'll keep the show going. I got it. Um, but yeah, she went through a really hard time. That divorce was really rough. And 
she deserves to be move on and be happy as does anybody who goes through something like that agree and uh yeah like i said a lot of the women have already been commenting on these pictures seem really excited for her and this is just a new chapter in her life that maybe we'll get to see on the upcoming season like you said um but speaking of more real housewives of orange county news okay. we, we're all about the oc because it's about to premiere um we wanted to introduce to you guys what we know about the newest cast member yeah. this season so this is quite a name here bronwyn windham burke bronwyn this is, is like, the first yeah name. wow like, we brought this up Do you have a like, nickname girl yeah, girl this is we tough. need it um, <laughs> i need it caitlin needs I need it. it. um so the real housewives of orange county premieres on tuesday and this season we meet the new cast member bronwyn um she's oh, this is interesting she is openly telling people she's a super fan of the show she's watched it since the beginning kind of Come weird on. like i don't know how i feel about that but where are we come on oh, call us up Andy. oh god come on i think no. you have to have a certain net worth you're gonna be a wife <laughs> in two days does that make does that qualify you, need a, you i think you need a certain net worth oh uh, i'll try and find out <laughs> we can put it in together a cooler and <laughs> they come as a tag um, team but yeah, so she's been a super fan of the franchise since yeah. it began. She is a mother of seven. My God. Ooh, mega mom. That makes mega me mom. shudder. Like, oh my, I would cry. I can't even. I can't well, wait, even how many does um, Jennifer have? Doesn't she have like she's six She's got kids? five or six. Yeah, she's got seven. Is just, they, wow. Holy moly. Her this season, that made me cringe with that you, many babies. You have, a, you have a basketball team there. Wow. She's okay. got a, like a uterus of steel. <laughs> so this was a strong, solid quote mm -hmm. from Tamara Judge yeah. in regards to Bronwyn. Um, Tamara comes out to the press and mm -hmm. says that Bronwyn is probably one of the best decisions they've made in a long time as far Ooh. as casting. And she said that she's extremely open and brings something very, very interesting to the show. So we have to think of that like at a larger scale. So yes. she's technically replacing Vicky. Mm -hmm. So I think a lot of people, and, and maybe that's like a strong thing, but so Vicky moved to friends. So they clearly had to replace, and you have to replace someone like Vicky. Right. So whether the decision of Vicky leaving was her own and then this happened or this happened that, you know, you don't know what the, the timeline was of things. Right. But for just someone to come out and say that, when you definitely think that Vicky was probably one of the bolder people on the show, mm -hmm. like saying big things like that. I don't know. Like I, um, she better be right because she OC, better back it up because she just put her on a pedestal. Yeah, and, you know and what I OC, mean? you know me. I tiptoe around that franchise do, all the time. Do, They're on the chopping block all the time for me. So she better be right because their yeah. new additions over the past four seasons have royally sucked. Well, you're gonna have to give so bad. You're gonna have to give everybody a full scouting report on Bronwyn because yeah, because obviously she lives uh, up to the hype. Tamara hyped her up big time. I did not like the two last year. The two before that didn't even make it another season. And I, I've been very so they're due for a good one, right? So she better, she better not be lying. Right. Um, but anyways, we have some quotes for Bronwyn, mm -hmm. um, just about filming so far and and how she's adjusted to it. This to me was kind of weird, but she said, when we first started, I did feel awkward about eating on camera. And then as I got used to it, I got more comfortable. But in the beginning, I was just too nervous that I was going to spill. I was too scared. Now, when I I'd first like, read the quote, I wasn't thinking about like. <laughs> The thing in my head wasn't, oh, she was probably afraid to spill. I was like, does this girl have like an eating disorder? Does yeah. she like not want oh, people like to see spill. her like yeah. eating like yeah. on TV? I don't know. That was what first popped in my head, but I don't know. That was a quote we have from her. Like, cause there's, 
There was very little out about her, but this is what we have. Yeah. And we had these two quotes. This one I think is an interesting quote. She said, when we were out and filming, I drank tequila like it was water. Woo! When I'm at home, we don't even keep alcohol in the house because I don't drink it. So remember, there's been rumors that about they the push fact that the drink. producers yeah. push the mm -hmm. women to drink. Yeah. And honestly, like that kind of shows that right quote there. is kind of yeah. like shows the Who, truth on um, that. Where are these quotes from? Who published them? Uh, I wonder how Bravo is feeling about that. I, I honestly can't remember. I don't think it was too yeah. sketchy. Mm -hmm. I think it was legitimate. Um, yeah. No, I mean, they sound, the quotes sound legitimate. Yeah. I'm just because like after seeing that, because those accusations have been out of the producers pushing. This is a woman who doesn't yeah. even have alcohol in her home because she yeah. says, I don't drink it. So this is someone who doesn't drink and then is drinking tequila uh, like it's water. She should go on a tequila tasting, testing with the New York franchise. I mean, when, when we first came out with that story on the show, yeah. talking about mm -hmm. how people were like, they force alcohol yeah. upon these women. I mean, I think it's totally believable. Oh, absolutely. Like, I totally believe it. Like, you guys are how else do you, like, yes, talk? these women are crazy, but like, fill them up with booze and liquor and like, but they're probably having they're like a natural conversation. Yeah. It's like, okay, like you guys are going to talk about something. Well, don't you want a glass of wine? Shouldn't you offer her like, to, and then it turns into a fiasco. Yeah. So yeah. So that, Ooh, she might've just very interesting, but I'm, Hey, maybe she's going to have some interesting scenes because if this is a woman who doesn't drink and, she's and then is drinking tequila, tequila like water, like who knows anything. what's going to come from her. Honestly, like tequila, like water. Uh, it's going to be very interesting to see. I'm, gross, I'm excited to see her. Gross. Yeah. I like tequila, but I can't drink it like water. Ew, no. No, Jacqueline drink. My sister drinks <laughs> yes, it like Jacqueline water. Jacqueline and my family drink it like gross. water. Gross. All right. So let's play. Look who joined us just in time oh, for this very perfect. specific game we're about to play. So we are playing <laughs> Say I Do or I Don't to these marriage deal breakers. Yes. So this comes on the eve eve of Katie and Frank's wedding. So Katie yes. is getting married on Friday. I can't even believe I'm here doing a show with you all, but that's dedication. Baby. I know, I know. This is like big day to too. <laughs> Katie and Frank have so much to do. And then we have the rehearsal dinner at night. Like it is like, I like guns of blazing. Like I'm ready. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think it's good. You're easing some of the tension. So let's play a game about it. So this is a good one. we're going to talk about where we have some questions and they're going to be marriage deal breakers. Ooh. And it's either you're going to say I do or I don't to them. Yeah. All right. Let's get into this. This is a good one. They're funny. They're funny. Um, so yeah, so I'll read them off and then we'll both share our answers. So yes. number one, your man is a diehard Dallas Cowboys fan. I'm saying I don't. I don't either. No way in hell. I just can't. There's like, there's a certain fan bases that I think I can deal with. Like, like Carter's obviously a Steelers fan. Mm -hmm. so like, that's fine. And but Frank like, is a 49ers fan. Yeah. That's and fine that, too. But it's, but that's even fine. But the 49ers Giants like legacy, like, right. Is, like, and, and they're both in the like, NFC, huge, like at least yeah. with the Steelers, they're in the AFC. Right. Like, you know what I mean? But it's not that like the fan base is annoying. Like I couldn't like date like a Patriots fan either. Like, they're right. I mean, Boston, and New York, obviously yeah. buttheads. But then like out of like our whole division, I feel like Redskins, I probably just feel bad for the yeah. person, but like, I Eagles mean, the key word in this sentence, the key word in the sentence right here is the word die hard. Die hard. Um, but then I was actually thinking on my drive over here, I was like, well, could I marry somebody that was like 
a Cowboys fan, but was very nonchalant, didn't really care that much? And the answer is no, because yeah. I also don't wouldn't want to marry someone. Like if they were a fan of someone, yeah. be a be a fan. fan. Like don't I don't want someone who like it. if their team loses, they're like, eh, whatever. No, like, like no, you, you gotta cry care. yourself to bed. Like at least care. Like cry. I don't care if you don't root for cry, my team, but don't care talk about to me, your team. be upset about it. Yeah. Like that's great. Yeah. Be passionate about whoever it is you root for. Yeah. So your man has a passionate hatred for Lisa Vanderpump. Speaking of passion, um, I'm going to say I do because Lisa to me is like, I yeah. could live with somebody that hated her. I, she, I'm not, yeah. she's not my girl. Like she's your well, girl. Well, surprisingly enough, I did say I do as well. Yeah. Um, I take sports more intensely right, right, than I right. do. Has size is like my playtime. Like <laughs> as like much as like sports is supposed to be like, it's a, like business and pleasure. Yeah. Football's business. Like, yeah. Housewives is like pleasure. sports is supposed to be like leisurely. Like no, I take it no. so offensively and like to heart, like I will literally punch someone in the face. There's so many times. But like how, Housewives. It was so many yeah. times throughout the football season where I just like am in a ball, like in the corner, like yeah. very upset and depressed. And I, I openly say, I wish I didn't care so much about, I about football. Yeah, I wish so badly I didn't. So like, care. I just don't care that much about yeah. the housewives. And Lisa that's fair enough Tom, to end a marriage on it. Um, your man prefers that you don't drink wine because you get too drunk off of it. He thinks you get too drunk on it. I don't because this sounds like a really judgmental I don't dude. either. <laughs> and as much as this new Brawlin lady drinks tequila like water, I drink wine like yeah, water no. and I love it. So don't you ever tell me no, no wine. That's so judgmental. So you're going to no, lead no, me to drink you. like hard liquor? I don't think so. I'm a wine girl for life. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I, yeah, no. I don't. I don't. <laughs> um, your man thinks Eli Manning doesn't deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. This is actually a tricky one because Carter doesn't think he should be. And honestly, I put I don't, though. I put I don't. <laughs> but that's such a like topic of conversation that it really is. The general public is very split. On. Absolutely. So, like, yeah. I get it. But if someone was, like, very passionate, mm -hmm. like – against Eli Carter they, is. then I, I just have to say I if Carter's watching or listening later I might have to it's almost it. like if you really think that and you're with me just like quietly just keep don't it, say keep it, it. yourself yeah don't no, say we've had like actual like battle royales oh. over it like you know how people like sloppily fight over like politics yeah. Carter and I sloppily <laughs> fight over who I'm glad I've never been there for that because I love Carter and I wouldn't want to punch him I face. put him in his place all the time don't start with me on football <laughs> I will win. Um, okay. Your man gets deported to Italy. I said I do. I said I don't. I'm not moving to Italy. Are you bananas? To me, um, moving to Italy, number one, Frank's have family in Italy, so it wouldn't be too horrible. Yeah. And number two, I just think of the fact that, like, America is so goddamn expensive to live here. You can live a nice life in Italy, right? I don't know. And it's just no. I said I. Don't. I could do it. I'm not it's picking like my cool ass life up experience. and moving across country for a man. I mean, I don't want somebody who like did something bad enough to get deported to Italy. But like, if I had to move to Italy, all right, I could do it. Yeah, and like that's the other thing I think. About I, know, I, know, I know. I know. I know. I know. Okay, your man doesn't want you to go on any girls' trips. I don't. I don't. I live for my girl time. Yeah. Honestly, As anyone should. Yeah. This just sounds like, like to me, when I hear that, that's another thing uh, along with like, oh, you drink too much wine it's or whatever. Like these are like red flags to mm -hmm. me. It's like, if you can't let me like hang out with my girlfriends and yeah. like have my own time, like, I agree. Like, 
let me be, let me breathe. Yeah, like, it's like that. Me. Who was that New York um, franchise oh. member? She brought her husband everywhere. Yeah. Uh, well, everyone thought oh, he was oh, gay. Oh, Alex, Alex, yeah. Alex and mm -hmm. Simon. And yeah. then you like, she couldn't go anywhere. And she literally went she's to not girls the only one. Yeah. We've seen housewives mm -hmm. on the show before where it's like they can't go anywhere without their husbands. Yeah. And that's just like They not, were bad, though, about they it. They were very bad. Yeah. And I get it. Like, your husband's your best friend. That's fine. That's wow. cool. But, like, everybody, like, guys need guy time. Girls need girl time. Like, that's Everyone a needs alone time. I need yeah. my dog time. Absolutely. Like, you all need time. We need our wine time. Uh, just me and a glass of wine. Absolutely. Like wine time is the most important time. Make yes. time for wine. Um, your man thinks life is a cabaret. This was a hard one. How I aggressively do. does he think life is a cabaret? Yeah. If it's like real aggressive and like I he might I be, don't if it's he might be swinging like the wrong too way. Mat. Yes. Yes. And also he might be too. playing for the other team if he thinks it's way too much yeah. of a cabaret. Life is a cabaret, darling. Like, okay. <laughs> life is a cabaret life is fun i'm all in i do I and if he I, gets that reference that's great yeah i when i don't just because i was thinking like he sounds like a drama queen if he thinks life is a cabaret and it, ain't nobody got time for drama ain't nobody got time for that um your man is a total joe gorga and thinks your place is at home and not in an office i don't I don't either because I, my plans are to be a chief executive officer. Or Get it, girl. So. And you know what? This one is like interesting for me because my dream would be to be a housewife and to never work again a day in my life. I mean, listen, so that seems great. Would I, but... like, would I like being at home and not in an office? Yeah. Yes. But I don't like don't the idea. Me. Yes. I don't like the idea of a man thinking that a woman's place is like in the kitchen, no. taking care of the kids, doing their laundry. Like, no, that's not cool. I will gladly do it, but don't think that's my place. No. And I can cook you a bomb ass five-star meal in the after kitchen. After a long day of work. After a long day of kicking ass and making six figures as a CEO and of a company. And that makes you so. a superwoman. Ba -ba -ba. Yeah. To the women, honestly, to the women out there that yeah. do it all, you're the real G's. He was OG. Um, your man yells clip, clip anytime he disagrees with someone. I don't. It's I so do. rude. No. Hell yeah. You think it's funny? Hell yeah. It's hilarious. Oh my god. I do. Oh Get me god. in on that. Get me in on that. that I'll be the one so holding his hand, like helping him out. Clip. I could see it. I could envision that. Yeah. Clip him, honey. Maybe it's clip. because maybe it's because you're you're so used to the fact that everyone's like, oh Carter's so nice and you're like such a B. And I know. <laughs> so now you can just have someone on your level. Let him be the B. Let him be the B. Oh my God. So funny. Your man used to have a serious intimate relationship with Danielle Staub. I don't. So I gave like another response it's, it's like it's not i do i don't it's like i question you yeah no but that's, that's why i don't that's what i put you're not a well human being if you ever like there's yeah. something off with you unless it was for like three days and he didn't realize how crazy no, she was but a serious intimate relationship she treats things very seriously so yeah, they sure. could have thought it Whatever was serious happened to that guy she got engaged to after like I don't a day think, i do not think they're engaged anymore. no of course not but like that like fell off the map yeah, but see, they got engaged in like a week. Oh my gosh. So, to her, that's serious. times? No. She <laughs> prostitution whore engaged 19 times. Epic. Totally epic. <laughs> oh, the face. The face is so scary. Yeah, <laughs> Oh, I feel bad for who's listening to the podcast. I'm screaming into the thing right now. 
Oh my God. Just like so many iconic moments uh, in yes. Housewives history. Yes, so yes, yes. That was good. That was fun. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, I think, I think Frank actually like makes it a lot on this list. So I think we're saying, I think, he's, I think I we're think saying I do I th- on Friday. I think I might I say I do. I think we're saying I do. <laughs> oh my God. So All funny. right. So this is the part in the night where we get it off our chest. This is going to be positive or negative Housewives football life. Whatever you got going on that mm-hmm. you want to spill your gut's over. Just do it. This is the time. Caitlin, why don't you kick it off? All right. I'm going to go ahead. I am football tonight and I'm negative. I know. It's Are those so- notes? Because <laughs> those, that is the time. I need like bifocals to read the notes. She printed. I printed out by accident on a really small <laughs> oh paper. So please bear with me as I How read it. Read I'm going to, I'm going to. I've actually, I've got good vision up okay. front. It's my All distance. Right. Good it's luck. Bad. Good luck. Um, so over the week, um, it had came out, um, Landon Collins, former New York Giant, uh, current uh, Washington Redskin uh, safety, uh, was interviewed. It was on one of those like casual interviews on like Sports Center where they're like sitting on like those high lawn chairs, like out. It was at yeah, camp. Yeah, yeah. I think they at pulled camp. him they're aside. They're doing all the training camp media and coverage. And, and I believe, to my knowledge, so I'm trying to think like. <laughs> People listening on the podcast cannot see how closely she's holding this. To no, face. so um, no, but yes, they just like ask like, how is it going to be like when you play the Giants and things like that? Right. Normal questions that everyone that always like asks stir up when you switch teams and whatnot. Yeah. So it hit said and they, it, it's in relation to General Manager Dave Gettleman. Mm-hmm. Um, he said. <laughs> it's so oh, he would tell one of his coaches this is during pregame warmups. He would tell one of his coaches to throw a ball near Giants general manager Dave Gettleman during pregame warmups so he could, quote-unquote, give him a nice little thud, a little runover, while pursuing the throw. Who says that? I agree. And he said it, complete seriousness. So I'm going to flip it over. Do they to forget you. that they're, like, professionals? And this is, like, on, like, That this is, like, a professional like, career? Is, yeah. So um, says this. So now the NFL is actually going after the comment, and he could be fine. So they did hear this. The NFL like overheard it, obviously. Um, so later in all of the drama, llama after he heard that he was probably getting fined, Collins took to Twitter to say he wouldn't try to hurt the man, and that others should learn a joke from the real thing. So listen, I'm sorry. It didn't really like, sound like I, I listen. No, I don't think it's I watched like a deep it. Threat, no, it's not a joke. I did watch it. It was not a joke. It's okay. Joke. And this is coming from like Landon Collins is like number one fan. So I'm going to read the statement that I made about it on Twitter. Cause I was just so upset about yeah. it. Um, uh, and you know, I've been like beyond upset, like since the softball game, like I'm wearing the softball t-shirt tonight and it has no like horrible relation to it. So this is my tweet about it. So I said day after day, my heart breaks and I'm beyond disappointed with Landon Collins. He was my favorite player since his Bama days, and I was shattered to see him leave the Giants. His actions at his charity softball game started this dumpster fire of recent claims and statements. I'm upset with someone I thought was a stand-up player and role model. Yes, you deserved better from our organization, but move onward and upward. Your actions are hurting the fans of yours now. So that was, thank you. Honestly, no, seriously, great statement. Um, I couldn't agree with you more. So that's just like how, like saying that, like I'm heartbroken, like, and I know that like might sound dramatic to some people, but like that really is like Odell running his mouth. I was pissed off and got over it. Like you, you kind of expected it. You kind of expected it. Like we got rid of him and everyone called him a cancer and a diva. Like, okay, you expected it. But like Landon was someone that like, 
a year before he got captain. I thought he thought he should have deserved it the quiet, year before that. Humble. Like we met humble. him. His quiet. Twitter humble. handle is the humble yeah. 21. Yeah. And that couldn't, I couldn't have agreed more. like that silent leader. Silent leader, powerful leader, yeah. making his statements on the field, but then also with a lot of the drama on the back end with that whole Eli thing went down, stood right, up for his right. teammates, stood up for things, even went against Odell, and now they're probably all buddy-buddy because they didn't. And yes, the comment was directed towards Dave Gettleman. A lot of fans have been asking that these people directed at the front office because the fans did not do anything. Right. But Making statements like that and just coming out and just saying, oh, and he's saying things like, I'm not using the Giants in my vocabulary anymore. I'm never, he doesn't refer to the Giants anymore as Giants. He like skips over it. Oh, wow. Sorry to anyone on the podcast. I just hit the microphone. You can watch interviews with him. It's actually very uncomfortable. He'll be like, yeah, when I play the next week like it's it's very awkward so he doesn't so you were in a romantic relationship with the new york giants yeah Want, get over it it's like yeah. a bad breakup mm-hmm. where you're just like salty as yeah. hell get yeah. over so it so that's what i'm saying like move onward upward um show like what you did with the giants show yourself on the field you went to a division rival so show us when you play us twice a year show right. the rest of the 16 games you play a season how the mad way, you are the way he would when he played for the new york yes. giants a silent leader yeah. He let his play do his talking. Absolutely. So I just, um, I, I, I don't think saying heartbroken and, and beyond devastated is dramatic because it's no. not. Like, that's how I'm feeling right now. Like, I've been watching this kid since he was, like, 18 years old and yeah. really developing in college and, like, becoming an all-star at Alabama, loving this kid, to hearing his name get drafted in the second round mm-hmm. of the draft and, like, going to the Giants holy crap like so excited and like seeing him stand out his rookie season amazing and moving 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 i was beyond like crushed when the giants got rid of you like there was a gofundme page to like keep (laughs) you on the giants like i thought about donating like i just like uh so like your actions right now are hurting your fans so like from when you left i was like i'll still definitely watch him and like Mm -hmm. continue this but as this continues I think I need to I need to put it aside and I need to move onward and upward because yeah. he's not and it's truly truly breaking me down. It's like that age old thing where yeah. um, they talk about like when your parents say I'm not mad at you I'm, I'm disappointed. disappointed. I am. It's like I'm beyond you're disappointed. You're not angry, you're hurt. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? And listen, I didn't tag him in the post. He's very active on social media. The next time though I might. Like I just I Yeah. I think he needs to know that like he's really really upsetting people and it's like I no one asked for this the giant mm-hmm. like at, yes the mm-hmm. front office made their decision but like fans around the world like with you and Odell were beyond devastated right so like stop doing right don't things don't like ask this. like this was a decision that made I by made the entire fan base yeah we didn't make this decision no. it's so it's just like yeah ah, it hurts yeah so that's that. I, I'm with you. I should have just done a joint one with you on that because I totally agree with you. I wasn't mm-hmm. even aware that that was going on yeah. until you told me tonight. I did know that yeah. he was refusing to say the Don't Giants' try. names in interviews, but I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, the reason I say I should have joined in because my get it off my chest tonight mm-hmm. is that I'm tired. <laughs> The wedding is in two days. Yeah. And honestly, you know what? Tonight's show was like a lot of thinking as far as what are the records? Yeah. Be? What are your mm-hmm. thoughts on? We've literally revealed 11 through 80 players. What are your thoughts mm-hmm. on that? Um, and I was just like, 
Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> my brain is fried. Like maybe sometimes it hits you, sometimes it doesn't when we have like yeah. our get it off mm-hmm. our chest. And today was not one of those days where I had yeah. anything. Oh, it's like, like the most difficult part of our show. I was to just get like, Lord, I'm tired. But Lord. you know what? If if I'm gonna say anything about the wedding and, and tie it in to get it off my chest, mm-hmm. is like Eli Manning, I invited you. <laughs> I stalked you. I found your personal home address. Okay, I maybe send don't you admit that yeah, to I a fan. <laughs> If anyone wants it, I got no. I'm kidding. No. I'm kidding. Um, Five hundred dollars. But <laughs> um, I sent you a wedding invitation. I sent you a personal letter along with that invitation. Mm-hmm. It was a really good letter, Caitlin. Oh, Caitlin it read great. it. it I'm in the letter. With, it came with pics. Yeah. Um, at least he saw my face. He's and like, you know what? Real. I was like, this is such a great letter that the very least he can do is send back the RC, RSVP card with the doesn't know me an explanation. Big old no. Just check it. Write your name. Can't I come. Licked the paper. I would have framed it, put yeah. it in my house. Yeah. Anything. I have not received anything, Ugh. and I don't want to get it off my chest too much because you know what? He could just be like, "I want Katie to think that I'm not coming because I didn't RSVP," and then he's come. just gonna come and surprise. He's gonna come. So that's. Do you, you know, know where he's gonna sit if he does come? At the sweetheart table with Frank and I. <laughs> Frank's probably coming. No, no. In between right in both middle. of us. Right, right in the middle. middle. Arms around him. Hey. No, that means that Frank has to move to my table and Frank, I scooch come up. over a little. I come up. Scooch this way. Over, 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 over. <laughs> I'm kidding. Love you, baby. But I, I love Eli too. Yeah. All right. So that's my quick little get it off my chest. I think Eli, I come to one. the wedding. We'll honestly. honestly. You don't live far from the venue. I'm not pressed it. You can make it. Another sketchy point. I but... know. I know. I'm just like, <laughs> oh, what a stalker. You guys just follow us on social media and <sighs> you will, you'll find out on Friday, I guess, because yeah. that's not a moment that I will not live stream. So oh my God. <laughs> you will see. I will think. No, I will, Frank I will said. faint. <laughs> He's coming. I will faint on my wedding day. I I will too. I would faint. There's going to be an ambulance. All righty. So thank you guys so much for joining us tonight. Um, We will catch you next week when this one is officially Mrs. Gagliardi. Crazy. Crazy. So excited. So do not miss on Sunday, Real Housewives of Potomac at 8 p.m. Real Housewives of Orange County season premiere this Tuesday. It's coming up, people, at 9 p.m. Mm-hmm. I take Orange Theory Wednesday morning, so I probably won't be catching it live on Tuesday. On but no one's, no spoilers, please. Yeah. I'll watch it. Here you go. I'll watch it before our show on Wednesday. All right. Um, so the NFL Top 100 players, 6 through 10, is on tonight, tonight. at 9 p.m. So you've had, like, 30 minutes. So, like, I would definitely fill up your watch, wine glasses. Like, if you haven't been watching it, at least yeah. watch, watch the tonight. final episode. Yeah, yeah, Maybe yeah. I will. Because we got back-to-back. Right? Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. And one through five. Oh, I was so thinking. So back-to-back yeah. episodes. Also on tonight at 10 p.m. So, yeah, so I don't just know give if, more yeah. commentary for, like, the top ten. I don't know if I'll catch the 10 p.m. airing. but And then um, Hard Docs, Tuesday, people, at 10 p.m. So you yes. know I'm not catching that one. So I will catch that. But that's that. great because it premieres the same exact day as Orange yeah. County. And we were worried, like, which one are you going to yeah. watch? But you got mm-hmm. Orange County at 9 and Hard Docs yeah. at 10. So. Either way, I'm catching both of them. <laughs> the next day um and also don't forget um we are a podcast now so please go listen and subscribe on spotify google podcasts breaker and pocket cast so we are on all four of those Mm -hmm. outlets the big ones being spotify and google podcast so definitely on there we're still waiting for apple podcast and stitcher i don't know what the hell they're waiting for but let's go people maybe if we upload a third episode they'll be like all right these girls are the Legit. real deal. Um, yeah, we've th- been we've been going for seventy four episodes. We I ain't know, messing right? around. 
right? If someone can help us load in, we are committed before in there, but thank you guys so much for joining us. We will catch you next week. It has been super great. Super grand. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers. Clink, clink, clink. See you later.